The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ectoplasm Show. My name is Josh Hurd, and joining me is my good pal, partner in crime, brother from another mother, Mr. Jason Kupsik. What is cracking, Playboy? So I got an interesting request this week um, off our Ecto line. Oh, that's hot. All right, all right. Um, Coy Pittman yeah. said, uh, what Patreon level do you have to be at to get... <laughs> Coop six uncensored video of him opening his manscaped package. <laughs> oh, I think you should just I, give that away for free, bro. <laughs> I told him one fifty a month with a minimum of three months. Jesus God! <laughs> and then I got a text from a number that I didn't recognize, but I did after after it came in. It said, uh, "Why did my husband just ask me for a minimum of one hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> for the next three months?" <laughs> Oh my gosh. We love him. We love him. She did go on to say, Felicia said, I feel like Josh would only charge a dollar fifty. I wouldn't even charge that. No. And I said that's because he's a slut. I just get naked, like constantly. Yep. No, it's fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine, my friend. We will be giving away one of those boxes very soon. And yeah. one of our guests on today gave us a nice voicemail yes. that I think sealed the deal for us. I think so. With Manscaped. I think so too. So we have Sean, who left the voicemail, and Richard from Language of Bromance. <laughs> oh, gentlemen, my my crotch area has never been so clean. But, Sean, you said you always have so much difficulty. However, did you manage it? Well, I used the promo code Ecto, and I got a great deal on a Manscaped. I love it. You got a package for your package? A package for my package. And it came with a guard, so it's safe trimming. That's right. That's right. And yeah, no I popped Nick. it. So at our house, we've got like a – my wife probably doesn't want me to say this, but we've got like a, a dual shower type thing, so two ooh, showers. Ooh, um, yeah. So I'm in there, and I'm like going to town with this thing. I'm like – she's like, are you taking it all the way off? I'm like, hell yeah. You scorched the earth? I scorched, scorched the earth. It, it. So it's like – like they say like it's safe. I don't like – this is going to be like an hour-long infomercial. But no, it's, I like it. I totally like it. it. <laughs> so it, it's – like, you know, I'm using it, and she's like, are you kind of nervous? I'm like, well, no, because it, it is definitely safe cutting with that thing. True. I was doing my ball area, no yeah. fear, like going up the shaft, no fear. <laughs> and, and she asked, she's like, well, do you think it's okay for women to use? I'm like, sure, try it out. Give it a shot. She shaved her legs. She's got hairy oh, legs. That's good sauce. Oh, I love yeah. it. It's always uh, nice. I got like the ball deodorant with it and the ball yes. spray and that stuff's pretty legit. Bro. And the underwear was pretty legit, too. So, yes. like, it's it's awesome. Dude. Oh Are you going to share with Richard or make him buy his own? Uh, well, I share with him. I, I, yeah. yeah. There's a reason. Like... That's why he got the house. He's like, dual showers. <laughs> Richard, I can record while we shower. That's right. Dual showers. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice, though. It's always nice to hear like somebody else is having the exact same uh, experience as myself. You know, I like that. I like it. It's good stuff over there. So yeah, guys, cruise. If you want to find out my experience, you Ooh. have to pay the hundred and fifty dollars a month for three months. Mm, Jesus God. Yeah, I, I accidentally like I was like, well, I'm just gonna send a picture to Rich as a goof. And I actually like FaceTimed it. Oh, yeah. Like FaceTime lived. But it's weird when your mom gives you your first like on that and she's like, Go get him, Bear. Yeah, <laughs> not bear anymore. It's all shaved. <laughs> Oh, my I was God. like, Sean, you went to the store. I think something's wrong with your eggs. <laughs> Mom's like, you know, it never got any bigger since you were a baby. I'm like, Mom. It's like, that's enough out of you, Mom. <laughs> oh, my God. And she's like, and then so your mom's great. like, that looks really good. Can I try it? <laughs> Have at and it. So I gave her the promo code Ecto to go <laughs> She didn't oh, want to use it, best. so she borrowed mine. That's right. <laughs> She wanted to give it at the test run first, you know? <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, my goodness. It's good stuff. 
Holy yeah, crap. So while, while everybody... Go ahead, Sean. Oh, I was going to say, when you guys shared that, I was glad to pick it up, and I'm glad you guys got picked up for, for longer, too, so that's pretty awesome. Oh, thanks, brother. Thank you. Yeah, we're excited about it. Yeah. Um, we're going to be giving away one of those boxes here soon. Um, oh, yeah. That, that's to come. And it's going to also have some uh, El Yucateco stuff in there, yeah, as yeah. well as um, some Podbelly stuff. So go check out El Yucateco. Follow them on Instagram. Tell them we said hi. Go comment on their Instagram posts. That's what they like the most. Yeah, that's right. See, <laughs> Ectoplasm Show says, oh, hi. Oh, hello. Hello. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hello. <laughs> so what's going on in the weird world right now? It feels well, weird. Like, it feels dude. quiet lately. Yeah, so the stories I kind of was looking back, they're they're a few months old, but I know, I think Josh from from listening to your guys' show, I feel like he's got a pretty big fear of, uh, like he's not. It doesn't seem like you're scared of ghosts because you're you're recording from or spirits. Yeah. You're recording from a haunted place right now, right? right? Exactly. But anytime there's UFOs or end of the world or like Bigfoot type things, it seems like you really get freaked out a little bit. So <laughs> I found a Bigfoot story. Shit. Uh, well, that's why he doesn't do a show like, oh, I'm in the middle of the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> Let's oh, do the great. mating call of the Sasquatch. Yeah. That's so hot. Sasquatch. Hey, Sasquatch. <laughs> I'm ready to mate. <laughs> that's the call, right? Coming I think so. I'm ready to accept you, Sasquatch. <laughs> I've heard that exact thing out in the woods before. Have you? It now? was scary. I was terrifying. Sasquatch. The Sasquatch is like, I will enter you. <laughs> well, you guys talked about a story about a, or was that somebody else that talked about Sasquatch, like having his way with somebody? Yeah. Dude, I got, got so much shit. I got so much shit for Josh that. Did. Because I was laughing hysterically about this, right? And this person, like, leaves this whatever, this one-star review or whatever because of my laughter. Because, like, I can't believe that you would that you would laugh at this situation. I'm like, I can't believe that you would believe that situation. Well, I can't <laughs> believe you would tell that story. It's like you right. go in the woods for a fun camping trip. Oh. All of a sudden you hear you're like, yeah. wait, somebody's dropping their pants, and then oh, it opens, and then it's it's so fucking yeah, it's way too yeah. late. Then at that point, it's way That's too late. That's not a man. And how do you know? Yeah, either. how do you know it wasn't? How do you know? Like maybe maybe Sasquatch was the one in the wrong, right? Maybe Sasquatch, <laughs> if 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 he was ever interviewed, he'd be like, well, she was dressed provocatively, <laughs> and then you're like, oh, Sasquatch is a no. chauvinist. He's just yeah. a chauvinist. He's just a pig. I swear to God. <laughs> I believe the story happened to a dude um but yeah the, the person that left the uh one star re- re- review asked to have josh leave the show <laughs> wow damn said that i needed to find somebody else to replace josh motherfucker we <sighs> actually did a joke show not long guy. after that no, where I josh did. quit on air i did we ended it there like i did five quit. minutes in i did quit on air it was pretty hot we should do another one of those. The guy that was violated by Sasquatch, that should be the co-host. <laughs> yeah, Give please. him something. Fucking please. Every time yeah. they bring up Sasquatch, he just breaks down in tears. Yeah. <laughs> or just does that far off look that like yeah. PTSD gets. You know? I've got too many <laughs> fucking jokes right now, man. I can't say any of them. <laughs> Oh, let me God. let me save you from getting fired from your show a second time. Yeah, that's fine. So that's fine. Twas the night before. So this comes from uh, globalnews.ca. Okay. So twas the night of Christmas, mm. and through the West Coot, not a creature was sighted except maybe Bigfoot. That's what's up. So this took place in Silverton, BC, on Christmas night. So I imagine like you're outside, right? You poke your head out like your kids trying to catch Santa Claus. And you're like, oh yeah, he's like, oh my God, there's a big hairy thing out there. Poke your head out. What do you see? You see a Bigfoot standing out there, a Sasquatch. The old Sam Squatch. So four friends were heading on their home, heading to their home on Highway 6, just south of Silverton, on the evening of December 25th, when the people in the front of the vehicle saw what looked like a huge man-like figure on the side of the road. So I didn't see the creature myself. I saw the prince. Jeez. Not the prince, like... The musical Prince. Prince. Oh, see, that would have been a sighting. 
<laughs> Which makes sense because then, like, you wouldn't be able to tell. But, like, was he – he looked tall, but I know he wears big shoes. So <laughs> that's what it's like when Sasquatch – how's the Nose Cry song, Richard? That's just it. Ch- change it with Sasquatch Cries. <laughs> um, this is what it sounds like. Sasquatch Cries. Exactly. Grab the log. <laughs> I've just got, like, the Chappelle show dancing around in my head now. <laughs> Game That's right. Sasquatch blouses. What the first? So continuing with the story. So the person on the front seat cried out, "Oh my gosh, look at that!" Yeah. Now if it was a dude driving, like he probably just whipped his wiener out. Would be my guess. <laughs> look at here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like look, I shaved. <laughs> <laughs> they said it looked like a huge grizzly, or it was a large man standing up. But they could only catch a glimpse of the figure as it turned and went on all fours and headed down in the bush. So my question is with this, too, I've never really heard too much about Sasquatch running on all fours. Is that something pretty common that you guys have heard of? It's not very common. No. It has, you know, it has been reported before, but it's definitely in the minority. Probably, I would say, less than 5% of the cases. Probably yeah. even less than that. The majority of the time, yeah. Like, you, you just hear about this large bipedal thing, you know? That's weird. Yeah, I thought that was always the that was always the thing. It's like, oh, it's a bipedal. Yeah. It's a bipedal, you know. Yeah. That's how it's always identified. Well, maybe that's how Bigfoot Sasquatch has I always worry about like calling it Bigfoot like it's gonna get mad at me. Um, <laughs> you're yeah. You're gonna offend the Sasquatch population. But maybe Sasquatch, that's how he's gotten that's how he's been hidden all these years, is cause like when somebody sees like, Oh shit, act like a bear. Roar, bear dog. <laughs> Honey, bear. I'm a big dog. <laughs> Quick, put a stick in your mouth. <laughs> yummy stick, yummy. <laughs> uh, so they arrived home and put the kids to bed, uh, but when they checked around the next morning, all they saw were different tracks and then saw these tracks that were really alarming. Hmm. They were bipedal tracks in a straight line into the woods. Interesting. Which huh. I know, uh, have you guys seen the video? It's like, I guess kind of like, was this a bear? Was this a Bigfoot? Uh, have you seen the video of – it was some town where this grizzly bear or black bear, I can't remember which, but its front paws were all jacked up. And so all it could do was walk on its back feet, like oh. basically almost bipedal. Wow. I, I do remember really, that. Uh, uh, I heard that's really like hard on the on the bear skeleton when they do that because they always hear like stories about like the circus bears, how they make them like stand on their back feet, you yeah. know, to like balance the ball on their nose and do all that other stuff. Yeah, and I always heard that like that was like it's that was like super hard on their body to do that. I can yeah, see I can that. see it. Yeah, it probably is. Um, but they do huh. stand up like for certain things. Maybe not to do tricks, of course, but it's mostly intimidation, I would think. But when I was younger, I used to go to archery tournaments a lot, and the bears were always standing up, and you shot them right in the chest, like a man. <laughs> Like a man, yeah. Like a was man. this with uh, one of like the Boy Scout arrows, or were we like <laughs> legit hunting bears? No, this was archery tournaments. They were targets, oh, oh, I but they targets, were yeah. like they were big angry bears. They were like, right. yeah, Girl, And then sometimes they put a real bear out, right? Or they dress someone up as a bear and be like, all right, and then. <laughs> And then they have him run around, and then he was shooting them with arrows. Exactly. I'm basically saying he killed a man when he was younger. <laughs> I'm pretty it positive was exactly that you killed somebody. Like the pest. Yeah, <laughs> the pest. Oh my god, I fucking yeah. love that movie. I love it. That's great. But I know when he saw like when he I saw videos of that one bear on his legs running around getting in trash cans. It just looked like a dude in a bear costume, just yeah. how it kind of like walk and ran. So you know, I just wonder if like some of these things are that, but. In this specific situation, as they were talking to Animal Planet, no, oh, were they talking to Animal Planet? Yeah, the the guy, which obviously this dude is a legit Sasquatch hunter with a name like this. Oh, he is the head of the Bigfoot Field Research Group, Matt Moneymaker. F and A. It's his name. His name's uh, Matt Moneymaker. I love it. Matt Moneymaker. Fuck. I'm a, sure he has nothing to shill. Yeah, greatest <laughs> name ever. B should be a poor name. It is. is. <laughs> it is co- somewhere. It, it has is. to be. It's got to be. He's it's the co-host of be. Animal Planet TV show Finding Bigfoot, and he describes these tracks as unhoaxable. Unhoaxable. 
Is hoaxable a word? It is. Okay. With old moneymaker okay. Donk and Sasquatch in the woods. What up? Mm. <laughs> he looks like a big Russell Crowe from like Master and Commander. Jesus. Like a chubby Russell Crowe. That's hot. No, Russell Crowe. <laughs> I'm just saying, have you seen Russell Crowe lately? He's looking a little He's gotten a little a, paunchy. Yeah. Is he? Yes. Well, he, he hasn't is. made a movie in a couple of years. He's you know No, he made that movie uh <laughs> Oh god. The uh, the one with uh Ryan Gosling, right? Where he was the oh. detective? Oh yeah, the yeah. '70s movie. Yeah, the '70s movie. Was this character's name Matt Moneymaker? Wasn't that his name? That <laughs> it movie? should have been. <laughs> so hot, so but, hot. But uh, you know, I just can't think of anything more scary on a Christmas morning than dude running into a Sasquatch. No doubt. Uh, the only uh, mm. the only time I've ever ran into anything like something like this, I was driving back in Illinois. And it was like midnight, two o'clock in the morning. So we just came back from a baseball game, and in the middle of the road was this thing that I could not describe because in Illinois there's no bears, there's nothing big like this. Yeah. But it was just standing over this deer carcass, eating it in the middle of the road. What the fuck? Yeah. No clue what it was. Oh I didn't God. stop to check. My buddy was asleep in the passenger side. He's like, "What?" I'm like, "Dude, there's something fucking big in the middle of the road." Yeah. Oh my God. Kept nope. driving. Fucking nope. Nope, nope. Koopsik would have stopped and, like, fucking tried to fight it with a stick or something. 100%. Yeah, he'd be like, no, I learned this in camp. He's like, check this out. <laughs> Shoot with an arrow. It's like, <laughs> I know exactly I what to do. carry a bow and arrow in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, relax. I know exactly what to do. <laughs> I got this. <laughs> been training I, for this since I was a boy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. I oh, take offense God. to his use of words unhoaxable oh. <laughs> one doesn't sound like a good a real word two See? everything is unhoaxable until it's hoaxed that's true true that's true so i unhoaxable he's a tv personality and i don't know the guy personally but i don't know either well i mean i think it's fair to judge if, if his name's matt moneymaker because i don't think that's his god-given name yeah, probably not <laughs> It's oh unhoaxable, and I'll talk more about it for the low, low price, exactly. twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> he does look like a fat Russell Crowe. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> See? Oh, my God. But that was my one of the stories I found. I figured it'd be good to give a, a Bigfoot or Moose question, as they were asking in good old Canada. Love it. I just, uh, I would have crapped everywhere. I don't know. I see something like that. I don't know what I mean to do. Shoot it, probably. <laughs> Try yeah, to shoot I mean, it. I feel like, like you're. I mean, that's when that's when your base instincts kick in, and yeah. then you're like, "That thing's really big, and I'm not." So it's, now I have to go. I, I have to go away fast and far. Right. Yeah. If you have a boomstick, you use the magic boomstick. Exactly. Yeah. And that's his just it. father's like, name is Richard Moneymaker oh. or Rich Moneymaker <laughs> or me, Dick man. Moneymaker. Come yeah. On. Yeah. You talk about porn name. That's how he made his money. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you know, you know that guy like went to the DMV and they're like, name, he's like Dick Moneymaker. And they're like, no, really. No, seriously, what is it? <laughs> like, no, that's, that's my name. Sir, this is a legal document. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Isn't it? <laughs> like, he's got to around with his birth certificate in his pocket. Right. That, and he's like, here, here's like three different forms of identification <laughs> yeah. no this is my mail i got this from the bigfoot association yeah uh, it's oh, just constantly man. people going oh, i'll be damned <laughs> Dick Moneymaker. Son of a what do you man. do for a living i search for bigfoot now you're just fucking with us <laughs> see that sounds like more of an anomaly than an actual bigfoot <laughs> that's so great I'll track oh, that down oh shit oh my god this is amazing Holy shit! All right. I got I got a story that it's not necessarily paranormal; it's more scary, um, okay. and it just shows how bad you know uh, doctors are. Well, how medical care around parts of the world are. Yeah. Um. Dead quote dead woman in Argentina discovery discovered alive seconds before scheduled cremation. I saw this today. 
I saw this. I didn't read it, but yeah. What In a wild hell? story out of Argentina, a daughter mourning the loss of her mother was stunned to discover that the ailing senior was still alive <laughs> mere seconds before she was to, set to be cremated. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of like, I'm nervous. not dead. Like, how did it like, get to that point? Well, and how common is that? Like, it, it might be more common than you think. Because could you imagine getting ready to cremate somebody and all of a sudden they sit, like, sit up from the bed right. or the, oh, the tray? No. And you're yeah. going to be like, holy shit, zombie, bang! Right. Yeah. Be like, oh my god. <laughs> it's the 12th time this week that's happened. That sh- that shovel that you use to, like, scoop the ashes out, you're just grabbing that immediately. Just <laughs> clunk. No, I want to live! It talks! <laughs> it's a smart zombie! <laughs> Yeah, oh and then you just God. look at the daughter, and you're like, "You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> Saved you're your welcome. life. <laughs> Gonna eat your brains. Oh my God! <laughs> All right, here it's goes. So it doesn't. It doesn't say what. Like, it just says that they had the. She passed away from heart failure. She was 89 years old. There was a death certificate made. There was a memorial service. And after the memorial service, they were getting the conveyor belt ready when the corpse showed signs of life. But it doesn't say what she did. Like, did she sit up or did she breathe? It doesn't say. God damn. So I guess for cremations and stuff, they don't, like, embalm you and all that stuff. Right, right. No, I... Why yeah, they bother? wouldn't have to. Well, but yeah. Usually, I thought the way cremations usually worked, because, okay, weird, weird, odd bit of knowledge, but I had a friend that worked at a at a local humane society, and he did have the job of, of cremating animals. Oh, sure, uh, sure. And the thing that he said is, like, beforehand, they would always, they would always freeze them. Oh, they would alive? like put them in like a medical, like a medical like blast freezer, basically. So when they, so when the animals went in to be cremated, that it was they were basically like solid ice. Yeah. Did they uh, did they put them to sleep first or? Yeah, yeah, they're they dead were. when they go in. <laughs> they the were freezer. euthanized. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That's what, like, you're just like, well, so wait a minute, put a live quick, animal uh, in a freezer. <laughs> Because what is humane? Out... It's called the Humane Society. <laughs> what the thing is, if it comes what out, is humane side... about taking a live animal and stick it in the freezer and be like, all right, good night, and they just lock the door? Well, the problem is if it's a husky and you did that, you put yeah. it through the freezer live and come out on the other side, it'd still be alive. Oh, it's so like, oh, my God, zombie dog. <laughs> Whap and hit it with a shuffle. <laughs> Holy shit. What is humane about shit? Be like, oh, we'll just, it's fine. We'll just freeze him to death. Here, throw a bone in there. It'll be yeah. fine. But no, the reason that he said they did that was because it actually cut down on the, uh, it cut down on the smell, number yeah. one. And also, um, it, uh, the, they actually burned better or faster. Sure. When they're when when they're completely frozen. Wow. So I uh, I guess I just assumed that they did that with people as well. I have I no idea. Like the the service and stuff. Like you usually you don't have like a fresh person who's deceased. Like that's why they embalm and stuff. Because otherwise, I don't think a dead that's body just a waste lasts. Of money though. Be like yeah. we're gonna you know rip all the organs out and fill you with three hundred dollars worth of formaldehyde and, and then, then set it all on fire. Right. Yeah, but if it's been a couple of days, do you really want to see Nana sitting there kind of? Well, that's why you put them in the you put them in the freezer after they're dead, of course. <laughs> that is interesting. Fuck, I'm gonna have to look into this now. You put them now. in the freezer, and then they're cold, and then you just you know chuck them in the you just chuck them in the burn pile. <laughs> well, it's just like I mean, like back in the day when they were worried about vampires and stuff, didn't they used to have like bells that went from the yeah. casket all the way up to the thing? So if people were buried alive, they'd ring the bell. Yeah, if people were buried alive, yeah, they'd they'd yeah. run a bell down to their coffin. So if they woke up. Then they'd ring the bell. Ring yeah. the bell. Interesting song. Or interesting. Uh, that's the inspiration for the song. You can ring my bell. What? Little known fact. Yeah. Totally <laughs> it's like, wait a second. What? <laughs> like that doesn't make sense. <laughs> you know that real big disco hit? Ring the bell. <laughs> oh shit. I think the moral of this story is do not give Sean the power of, over your life and death. Like, like if yeah. you're on your deathbed and, and do not sign over that power to Sean or you'll be frozen. 
Exactly. He'll just, he's just going <laughs> to stick you in a freezer and then o- and then open It'll it three days later and hope for the best. Yeah, and if not, then he'll just hit you with a shovel when he opens the door. Like, hey, Rich and I have gone sometimes on trips during the winter. I'm like, oh, he's dead. And I just yeah. outside. Just opens the door. Ice. Still alive? Yep. Whap. <laughs> Clong oh with a shovel. And then, all right, off to the fire. <laughs> what happened? Heart attack. <laughs> he's got this big gash in his head. Well, that's when he came back from the dead. Yeah. Oh, that's what happens God. with heart attacks. <laughs> I just don't get it. I just still just don't understand how they get to that point. Where it's like, okay, she's she died. She's passed away, right? Yeah. And it's like, okay. Like, was it the same day that they were like, you know what I mean? Like, I have questions. I don't think I so. I have fucking because questions. Because it said that she passed away. <laughs> the daughter went to the hospital and was given a death certificate. And then they took the time to set up a memorial service, which wouldn't be that day. It would at least be probably two days. And they had the memorial service, and then they found out that she was still alive. I mean, it's a good thing that they didn't wonder why she died, or they would have cut her open and killed her. Oh, yeah, true. That's nuts. Jesus. That's like, I don't know, is that like got to be like the best nap ever? That you'd be that, like, people moving you around and people coming and, like, you know, crying over you as you're laying there? Yeah, you you just basically get to hang out in here at all. Yeah, and you wake up like, oh, I had the weirdest dream ever. Why is it hot in here? <laughs> then some crazy dude hits you with a shuffle. Man, the what do you do there. if you're that doctor doing the autopsy? Do you just like quit? Rewind the last thirty <laughs> seconds of your audio recordings to cover up the screaming. Oh God! So that oh God! So change knows? your scrubs. Maybe, maybe. Wasn't God. there like a, a Lifetime movie that kind of had the same premise? Probably. Oh, I'm <laughs> sure there are several. It was like yeah. a husband who yeah. killed his wife, like with yep. like poison, and then like the embalming machine broke, oh, and so she was alive and crawled out. What it was called? What is and it? And then she got cancer. I fell in love with my mortician. Oh hell! Uh, yep. I don't think that that's what it's called. Oh, okay. And then somebody got, and then somebody got cancer, and then somebody bought a house in Tuscany, <laughs> and they're and they're living their best life until your dead wife shows up. Yep. <laughs> I think they made three of those with the exact same premise. You know, it's pretty much all the same premise on all of those movies. Yeah. For the most part. It really is. It yeah, really is. The formula. Oh, Apparently it's tried and true. I don't know how it's still going, but it is. You know the the guy with the short shorts from Reno 911? Yes. I'm oh, pretty yeah, yeah. sure it's that guy. Uh, it's one of those comedians that are like that guy. He makes a, most of his living off of writing those kind of movies. Oh, nice. Because they're so formulaic, he yeah. just pump them out. Well, I mean, well, yeah. Like, it'd be like the Stephen King of Lifetime movies. Yeah. Not a bad gig. I mean, really. Not a bad gig. Yeah. Man, that's yeah, nobody's going to judge him because nobody really sees him. Yeah. True. <laughs> Be like, and then they got cancer and had the best Christmas ever. <laughs> the end. <laughs> That's it. So oh do you think in God. this situation too, like, so the doctor pronounced her dead. I'm get like, there has That's to be like procedures in place to make sure it's like, all right, before you put the body into the fire, make sure it is really dead. Well, how do you do that? <laughs> well, just tickle them. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> them with a stick. I don't like, know. But it's, this is what okay. What country did you say this occurred in, Koopsie? Argentina. Okay, which is it's not really. I mean, I'm sure there's bad areas, but there's good areas. I, I'm sure that there's smart doctors at this hospital. I'm sure you're right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, how it does it slip like a, through the crack like this? I'll tell you what. How bad of a hospital. doctor are you to be like? I thought she was dead. I could have swore to God she was dead. Yeah, guys, listen. <laughs> Listen, I I did the whole I did shaving a haircut and they didn't finish it, like I, and so I was a hundred percent sure. Well, think about it too from this perspective: how gun shy is it going to be from now on to yeah. declare somebody dead? I just fucking quit. I just quit. I don't know about it. Might pull through, guys. Nope. Yeah. I remember would, uh, Denise? Yeah, I remember Denise. I remember. I'll get the shovel. Swear to God, if that ever happened to me, I would quit that profession and I would just go find something. I would be a fucking dog walker or something. I don't know <laughs> what I would do. I would figure it out. 
I mean, you think about those the families like those are family businesses, yes. like long running family businesses. Exactly. Could you imagine that being your life God every day? Damn. Dead body comes rolling in. You got to make them look pretty. Put no. makeup on them. I couldn't. I couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't do Not it. Me. No. I've talked to people. I've talked to people that want to go into that profession or have you know taken classes towards that profession or whatever. I really, it takes a special kind of person. I swear to God, it has to because that's just crazy to me. It's crazy. Yeah, there has to be like this weird, this weird disconnect. Yes, where you know it's just oh, I'm just you know I'm putting makeup on a face. Oh. Like it's not. Yeah. It, you're you're not you don't it, it's almost like you you f- you're forced to not connect the dots that like hey this was a person but yeah. you're even thinking of like normal like you know old person passing away like you know like i'm sure like horrific looking stuff comes through there too probably yeah. and to be able to like handle that yeah that's like, what it was like, so faces back together and, dude and that's just that. it so like last week we had a group that was here staying for a couple nights uh here at the manor and one of them, um, that's what she used to do. She's since retired, you know, from the profession or whatever. But she would say, like, there were some pretty weird, horrific things that you would see. And, like, reconstructing a head. You know what I mean? Like, somebody was in a terrible accident or was murdered or something yeah. horrific. And, you know, how she said they did it was you get really creative with whatever you have available PVC pipe in certain cases, you know, things like that. Like she's literally crafting a a head together, you know, I'm like, God, this is, it's interesting. But at the same time, it's like, there's no way I could ever do this kind of work. Not ever. Oh, take your kid to work. day would be rough there. Right. Like, can you imagine just like, like having like a, like a body cavity open and you're just shoving cotton in, like it's some like, weird macabre build-a-bear workshop uh, and you're just uh, jamming uh, cotton in there oh my god <laughs> well if it's like i mean i most of those places are cold and kind of dark too right probably. So like to keep the body's fairly preserved probably yeah yeah so you're constantly working in that environment oh. and then i mean you almost have to be emotionally blank too because you know during those services like you're dealing with that every day of the week every day you're dealing with you know, grief and, and loss and all of that right and every every day is somebody's worst day at your work yes and you're exactly. constantly like fighting the urge to flex like you go up to like the family and be like you like that how i did good, that how good do they look Pe- right now how yeah. how awesome tell me they didn't have a head no head I, I built them a head. Now they have a head. That's all PVC pipe. That's rebar. That's rebar and chicken wire. Right. That's not yeah. a head. Right. Do you guys want to get up there? I'll take a picture. Looks better now a than they did. I a KFC and wrap that around their face. Right? And it's painted it. crazy, bro. How much of a badass am I? Oh, sorry for your loss. Sorry for your loss. <laughs> Just by the by. Sorry. Sorry for your loss. Man, it's crazy, though. But you're absolutely right. I mean, every day at work is is somebody's worst day you know or they're having yeah, a really yeah. shitty fucking go of it you know um and so there has to be like this higher level of probably compassion as well like going into that and empathy you know all of that i i couldn't i couldn't fucking do it i couldn't do yeah. it because i mean at some point you're gonna get numb to it and at that kind of gig like you know That's like you're scary, it's yeah. like oh, okay well you know it's the it's the line where people are coming in so you're sitting there looking at your phone and you can't like start giggling and show somebody a meme, right? Or watch a YouTube video because again, like it's the worst day of somebody's life. Yeah. And they're not going to be like, "Hey, you're a service guy over there, Steve." Like he's watching like YouTube videos right now. Can we have a little bit of yeah. compassion? You know, it is weird too. But then you think, if they like say somebody in their family then passed away, are they judging the work of the others? You know what I mean? Like they go to a yeah. they go to grandma's funeral or whatever. And they're like, oh, that's a shit job. Like, they did a shit yeah, job. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's like, a I could have done better. I could have done better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. Oh, my God. Definitely not, definitely not for me. <laughs> no way. Nope. Not for me either. Oh, my God. I Like I told Rich, when I go, just shove me into a freezer, then cremate me. <laughs> Don't Please. even check if I'm dead. No, just don't freezer. even check. You, you know the you know the procedure. Yep. Just, sh- just stick me in a blast chiller. Coaster's not working, Richard. Shove me in. Put me in there, pal. 
Oh my god. Just amazing. Oh. All right. Well, I I have a story I have a story about a ghost town and I don't know Ooh. if I don't know if anybody's ever heard of it or talked about it, but I'm going to talk about the town of Ong's Hat Ooh. in New Jersey. Hot. Okay. I've not heard of that. No, I have not. Okay, no. so this is in is it's a town in the Pine Barrens of New Jersey. Um, it was named after Jacob Ong. This is O N G. Okay, he was a 17th century settler who angrily threw his hat into a tree after a level after a lover's quarrel. Um, <laughs> originally, the name of the town uh, was Ong's Hut, and it was only one or two buildings. Uh, let's see. None of this is why there was a crew of noisy young men. Blah blah blah. I'm 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 looking at the story. I'm kind of skipping through it because it's it's the story has this really weird kind of jumping perspective on it. Um, the the legend of Ong's hat or Ong's hat uh, is according to a pamphlet that began popping up in the late '80s and was called Ong's Hat: Gateway to the Dimensions. It was a full-color brochure for the Institute of Chaos Studies and Moorish Science Ashram. Ong's Hat, apparently, according according to this theory, Ong's Hat was once home to secret experiments led by the Dobbs twins, who were a pair of Princeton scientists who had been forced to build a secret lab out in the Pine Barrens after their work in chaos studies got them booted from the academy. Wow. Uh, nearby, a mystic scholar and carpet salesman named Wally Ford had established the rad tag Moorish Science Ashram, and over time, the scientists and spiritual seekers met and began to merge their pursuits, blending meditation, physics, alchemy, and metaphysical disciplines like remote viewing. Oh, wow. So according to the brochure, which include detailed technical descriptions of the scientific activities and day-to-day life at the ashram, uh, the group thrived living in a scattering of weather-gray shacks, airstream trailers, recycled chicken coops, and mail-order yurts. What the fuck? Its experiments grew increasingly bizarre and esoteric in an effort to train the powers of the mind to manipulate the quantum underpinnings of reality itself. This is hot. I like this. So finally, after some years, they say that they produced a pod that they called the egg. And they said that this egg could actually pierce the veil between parallel universes Enabling travel to other dimensions. Fuck. Sign me up for that. <laughs> That'd be awesome. But even if, as the ashram made great strides with its unorthodox work, danger was brewing. A nuclear accident at a nearby military base threatened the residents with radiation poisoning. Authorities began to take an interest in the spooky action taking place in the woods. Eventually, the egg technology was used to transport the entire ashram to a parallel earth where human life had never developed, leaving behind only a single structure to house the gateway itself. What the The brochure concluded by inviting readers to travel to Ong's Hat and locate the trans-dimensional community. Why haven't we done this? I feel like a road trip is in order. Right now. Uh Now. Uh, other versions of the Ong's Hat story that later showed up online were supposedly told by survivors who grew up at the ashram and wow. included accounts of a violent raid on the compound by government agents tasked with destroying the egg and its technology. Holy shit. Okay, that's badass. <laughs> so now we have interdimensional wars going on. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> uh there's cryptic references to Ong's hat posted in bits and scraps since the earliest days of the commercial internet. Uh, details of the story were, sh- were things like a weapons-grade plutonium spill in New Jersey, which was covered up for years. Jersey locals described military exercises 
related to the nearby Fort Dix, which lined up suspiciously with the claim of the brutal raid on the Institute for Chaos Studies compound. Interesting. Uh, do you know who the uh, um, general is at Fort Dix? Probably that moneymaker guy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that son of a bitch moneymaker. Oh, moneymaker. General <laughs> moneymaker reporter <laughs> So apparently the story has been around since the very early days of the internet. And they're talking about this brochure and basically Mm -hmm. saying that there was a town that existed in New Jersey that had been around since the 17th century. The town is now apparently a ghost town, but it used to house a group of trans-dimensional scientists or a group of scientists that discovered trans-dimensional technology and have since left. Thereby creating said ghost town. We talked during our Broloween like questions about like what if the spirits we see are like interdimensional type things. Yeah, exactly. Like what if this is one of those places you walk around and you see people or you see things that look like spirits, but they're really just kind of a rift. You know, we're gonna need a couple weeks out at this place, boys. Like we're gonna need a couple weeks. We go out there with our fucking weird geeko meters and shit like that, and we see if we're getting anything anomalous, right? That's gonna pop up there. Maybe kind of lending to the point you just made, you know? Yeah. Is, is it possible? Is it like, like just like echoes or imprints or something like that? Well, not just that. They're saying that apparently if you come, if you go to Ong's Hat, the, the, you, are, you are tasked with trying to find the the interdimensional gateway itself. We'll put Koopsik on that. He'll fucking sniff her out. I promise. He'll find uh-huh. it. The, the image, I've, I was looking up some of this with you brought it up the image of the egg i've seen before it's kind of a guy in a pod yeah i've seen that image before um i mean so at least online it's mixed it's uh it most call it creepy pasta but of course that's most like that's just what um yeah, that's kind of that's been the what... thing. People say it's it's creepy pasta before it was called creepy pasta. Mm-hmm. But it's it's interesting stuff. I mean, we, if so, unless they took all the nuclear radiation with them, there still should be evidence of that there, at the very least, if it happened. Yeah, um, if there's if there's you know because they describe you know like plutonium spills and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah. theoretically, I mean, you should be able to detect radiation in the area, which would it's cool. I got a Geiger counter. We'll figure it out. Which would line up with with the stories that about Ong's hat. Um, anyone looking into the brochure for the Institute long past, long past around in online conspiracy circles would find wow. it listed in a rare book catalog called the Incunal, oh, Incunabula, which first showed up around 1990. Interesting. Find it freaky. Like, what happens if you accidentally did stumble and you go on to that side of the the dimension? So now you're stuck in like the 1780. It's got to be better than world. here, though, right? Like, well, no, <laughs> no, they're not talking about time travel. They're talking about parallel, like a parallel dimensions. universe that's going on at the exact same time as this. Yeah, so, so it'd be would, like you would travel to a parallel Earth, right? You wouldn't travel fucking back like, in time, right? No, but I'm saying like when you go there, it's like uh, you know, like the dozen people or so that went there first, or the hundred people. They may not move as quickly in advancement in technology as we have, so they still may be stuck back in those time frames. It's very possible. Either that or, like, shares the president or something like that. You know, it could get really fucking weird. Oh, <laughs> man, do you believe in a thing called love? I do now. <laughs> I do now. That's what it is. It's the lake house. That's what it is. The, whole, the lake house. That movie, The Lake House with Keanu Reeves, it yeah. was all based on this. I'm telling you. This is so fucking cool. I'm looking at this stuff, guys. We got to do it. See, that's the thing that freaks me out quite a bit, because that'd be like you get trapped and you're stuck there and you can't get back to like your family or to like this. Like, it could be better. Still You might be like, fuck my family. Still with it. They have unicorns here. (laughs) Sliders was a fun show. You know, it makes me wonder, though, if we were to get in contact with the proper authorities, right? Like whoever owns this plot of land that I'm looking at here, right? If we were to get in contact with the proper people. And be like, hey, we want to go out there with fucking 10 of us or whatever, you know. Can we do that? And who do we talk to to, like, get permission to do it, to film on it, to do whatever? 
fuck, I want to go. I want to go. Yeah, but then he's like, you didn't look like the tin that came six months ago. You're like, what? Say yeah. What? I bet they we'll say find that a trans-dimensional gate, and then we'll go yeah. to a parallel world. Yes. We have to fight our other selves. Oh, yeah, my God. And then they'll be God. like, oh, man, I can't wait for the next season of Mandalorian. And then they'll be like, what's the Mandalorian? And I'll be like, no! <laughs> Take so me Ong, back! Ong's hat was also oh. called Bud Town, as um, in smoking the bud. I'm in. That might be the 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 reason it has all the crazy stories. Sign oh. me up. Sign me up. Still, I'm yeah, on. It. I'm. I'm it was sold. replaced. Oh wait, that's weird. Hang oh, was the name of the here. road, and then it was turned to Bud Town Ong Road's hat, or on Ong's hat road, or something like that, in 1929. So that was a while ago. It's crazy. All this started because he got pissed and threw his hat at a tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, he got pissed at his girlfriend and threw his hat in a tree. And we oh, went from tr- there oh, to on, dang it. <laughs> dimension traveling. Yeah, you know what That's that right. is, Richard? Woman problems. Ooh. Gets happens, you every time. Happens you know? to the best of us. I hate it. What the fuck is this? So there you go. That's 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 what that's what I brought. I brought the town of the town of Ong's Hat. God damn Too bad it. you but didn't it, know about it when you went on your bro brocation when you went I up know, there. We I know. There. How far is that from Red Bank? Did you look that uh, up? I d- I have not. I I'm not a hundred percent sure on the location. It's apparently in like smack in the middle of the Pine Barrens. Oh from from God. what I've read, we've got to fucking do this. So. I mean, if you want to go, you know, hang out in the middle of the woods. Koopsik, you always want to hang out in the middle of the woods. <laughs> which we, which we just talked about not wanting to hang out in the middle of the woods because it was a giant Bigfoot. <laughs> true, true. Damn well, it, some crazy dude is... named Dick Moneymaker. <laughs> the the thing up there is the uh, Jersey Devil, so. I'm fine yeah. with this. I'm yeah. still fine with it because I don't believe in that. So <laughs> like, I'm good with that. Um, I think. Do they call it Wall Township now, Richard? Does it say? No. I, okay. No. Every, I you, everything I've read was basically it was it was the story of it, and then um, little kind of like they they pulled together little bits and pieces of like where these where these things cropped up, and it's a lot of like very lesser known like scientific publications or metaphysical publications you know like old magazines from the 80s and stuff like that where people could just like write you know all sorts of weird shit and send it in to a magazine the magazine's like yeah we need content put it in there yeah i'm trying to figure out how far of this it is for us what no fuck you come on it's right outside trenton yeah yeah Ong's Hat, Southampton, New Jersey. I mean, it's only like 1,100 miles. It's really like we yeah. could do this. From Red Bank, it looks like it's only about an hour's drive. We could do this. Koopsik, we could do this. We could just like fly, See, man. You know why fun. there were a bunch of crazy weird scientists in the middle of the woods in New Jersey? Because everything's legal in New Jersey. <laughs> Truth. That's all. That's where uh, uh, all the uh, bodies are hidden. They just throw them that transdimensional egg. Yeah, and of course, of course, you want to like. Do you like? I guess I'm just like. Can you imagine like the scientists are like, what should we call what we're doing? They're like chaos studies. Yeah. Man, 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 metal, metal, chaos studies. Oh shit. This is amazing. I want to do this so bad. The town of the legend of Ong's hat. Oh my god, dude, this is so cool. I figured this kind of this kind of tickles everybody's sweet spots cuz you got you got uh weird science, yes. uh dimensional travel, government conspiracy. Just it just it, it hits and all it it hits in all the rights. It's like a warm hug. Oh, this hits different, baby. This hits different. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I There's so much shit here. It even looks like there's a lot on YouTube and things like that. I'm going to have to look into this a lot. 
and then drag Koopsik along yeah. for the ride. Check out this rabbit hole, boys. That's what's up. See, in Koopsik, you're you're being awfully quiet about it. Um, so it makes me think that you're not you're not wanting to go. You just I tell me. I, I'm fine with going. I'm trying to think of how the stories line up with the project I will already want to work on. Ooh, so this could just they, be another destination. So it could just be another destination as a part of your project. Yeah, oh, yes. like a stop on the tour. I like it. I like the it. Final stop. <laughs> the. F- <laughs> <laughs> but then we'd never um, see it because you'd be in a parallel Earth. It'd be like the goddamn Blair Witch type thing, except for real. You know. Well, I'll release it over there, so when you get there, oh. you can see it. Oh, okay. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. God. Or, or maybe I already released it. <laughs> That's what I was just gonna say. Like you maybe just it's. Maybe you released it a decade ago. You're the biggest star in Ong's Hat, New Jersey. <laughs> God, Speaking dude. of stars. What? So the the Harvard professor that made his, not made his name, but made several claims about the Umama Mama. Oh, uh, the, the, um, the, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Are yeah. you guys familiar with that? Yeah. The papa it's umama? The little stone thing that, not little, but it came through our solar system. Yeah, I think and it's big. I think it's a lot of people big. were theorizing it was um, a space, like an alien probe. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was the, it was, I, I, I feel like after, uh, after um, Hellbop and Heaven's Gate, I feel like it was something like I think that's what it is. But I mean, I mean, not really, really, because like <laughs> we don't. Please, guys, don't like don't start putting on Nikes and right. please no jogging guys. suits, no jogging suits, please. Oh my god, <laughs> I, I I felt like it was something that like like it was something that was kind of like whispered, but yeah. at the same time like. Nobody wanted to say it for fear that some that another thing like Heaven's Gate happened. God. Like, oh God, guys, they were right. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of Heaven's Gate, has anybody watched the uh, documentary on HBO Max? No. About the whole Heaven's Gate cult? No. I didn't realize they've been around. They were around since like the seventies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Seventy oh, four. Yeah. Yeah. There was Dude. a good podcast series about it that broke it down. The two that ran it like started way early. It's yeah. super weird to me. You because... know that they still actively have their website up yeah. and it's total yeah. 90s yeah well because there's people that's it's like, like the thing art. that blew my mind was towards the end there were people that you know obviously they were still alive yeah but they almost like like they almost like are going through like depression like they like they felt like they missed the boat see and that's what i was always wondering is like so there were people that survived or didn't drink the kool-aid quote-unquote right right were they the ones that like covered them up with like the weird purple triangular piece of cloth no what actually so so what happened with that is um that when when the when the suicides were happening they actually did it in teams oh for fuck's sake so there was like a group that did it first and then the second group cleaned up after the first group and then the second group did it and then there was a third group that cleaned up after the second group and then the third group did it so the third group apparently was only two people wow. so when they went searched the so when they went in the house and found all these people there were two that, that didn't have the that the, like the little cloth over their right. faces they weren't presented in the same manner right right so they so what a and the only reason they got discovered is because two weeks prior they had sent one person away and they were like, you're going to come back and we want you to document all this. So that's Jesus. why you see that video cam footage, that camcorder footage. Yeah. That's a form. That's a member that left. So and that's then, not that's not like police footage or no, anything that's like not that. police footage. Fuck. That's that's a that's a member that had a camcorder that went in and and showed all that. Yikes! And man. then he's the one that he's the one that called the police. Like he's the one that reported it sure. because he was instructed to. Oh my god! Wow, dude. I don't know. There's something about that that's always just creeped me out for sure. Always. 
Now, Koopsik, what were you saying about the uh, Papa Umamo? Yeah, <laughs> what yeah. Are you well, doing that? it's actually about this the the Harvard sci- or Harvard oh, professor yeah. okay. that made a big deal of not a big deal about it, but that was adamantly saying it was a spacecraft. Yes, he's now saying that there are a quadrillion alien spacecraft traveling okay. just in our own solar system. So listen, like I would totally fucking buy it. And I'm, I'm, oh fuck boys. I wish I could tell you the rabbit hole I went down today. Okay. I, oh fuck. <laughs> anyway, like I'm still fucking shook. I'm still shook to my core. Like I'm not even acting like myself and I realize it because of this shit. And it was all afternoon. It was all fucking afternoon. <laughs> it, I couldn't fucking stop. I couldn't stop. Boys, I, I honest to God, like I, I honest to God think like all of this stuff that's been coming out now ever since like what? When, when did that shit start really hitting? Like 2020, really? Um, You're talking about the Tic Tac stuff and all of that combined? The, or... Like all of the different military video that was then put out and everybody's like, yeah, this is legit. You know, all the high ranking government officials are like, yeah, this is it. We have no fucking yeah. clue, but we do know it's not from here. Something yeah. is piloting this, you know? So regardless, I honest to God, I may be crazy as fuck, okay? But I honest to God think that we, I, I hate to use the term like false flag, right? But I'm thinking that in, in some fucking way, our government, God, I'm going to sound like a fucking crackpot. Okay, anyway, I'm <laughs> moving forward. about this on the show, I think. I, maybe, maybe we have. But I think, like, our government is going to, I don't know, they're going to stage an alien invasion, right? Which we have talked about. I've been on this rabbit right, hole right. before. But what I'm saying, then, is because of the aftermath to follow. So if we can all kind of rally the troops and all work together as one human populace, right, then right. we're more apt to think of the what they've been saying is what, like, the New World Order or what have you, one world, one government, blah, 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 type yeah, of thing. Yeah. And then when the actual alien uh, invasion happens, then we would be all gung-ho about just going and kicking their ass because what are we without war? We're, you know what I mean? We have no money. So you're taking it as a yeah. humanitarian effort. Kind of. A, a humanitarian effort with some very fucking nasty underlying... Uh, things as well. I noticed this when we first started talking. I don't know if the other guys have noticed this, but you have two aliens 69ing right behind you. <laughs> yeah, I get it. And mm-hmm. that's the kind of alien Are you ready I want to be involved in. Look, I mean, it's just Mitch. Ready it's, to fight them off? It's Mitch, and he's doing his thing, you know what I mean? Oh, stop. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. yeah exactly. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she yeah, can't really answer you right up. now. Her mother always told her never to talk with a full mouth. <laughs> Get what I mean, boys? Don't hate the player, hate the game. That's what's up. See? That's old Mitchie Poo. Old Mitchie Poo. There may, in fact, be a, uh, that spacecraft outnumber humans more than 140,000 to one. Come the Oof. fuck on. Now, that Ooh. is a lot. That is a lot. Ugh, Odds man. are one of them would like you. You know what? You're probably right. You're probably <laughs> right. Like, oh, yeah. oh, he's cute. I'll take him. Yeah, with me. exactly. Be my one fear. That's like, no, friend. Right. <laughs> and then so the I one. like it. You were going old school NWO Illuminati stuff there, just with the new aspect thrown in, it. which I've been Man. seeing around lately. Guys, I'm telling you, like right now, anybody that wants to do this, you go down the same fucking rabbit hole that I went down, okay? So there's, it's a, it's a three-part documentary series, and each doc is about an hour and 45 minutes each, so you really got to fucking invest oh, some wow. time to this. But it's um, the filmmaker's name is Chad Kalick. Love Chad's work. I've always been a fan of Chad's work. Um, definitely check it out. It starts off, the, the first of the series of three uh, is called Sir No-Face. And what happens is they actually think that they capture what appears to be a full-bodied apparition of a, of a spirit, right? And then in the next one, uh, it's called Two-Face, the Gray. 
because then they keep looking at this footage and they're like, that's not a ghost. It looks more like an alien. And then some weird shit starts to happen. Um, Some very odd characters get kind of introduced into all of this. It goes into like the Australian government and everything. It is fucked. And then the last one um, is called Phantom Rider. And it's all about this guy who keeps reaching out to Chad, giving him all of this really fucking crazy information regarding all of this. And then he starts making predictions and the predictions are coming true. And it's very, very strange uh, like cloak and dagger type of shit, you know what I mean? But it's it's fascinating stuff. But goddamn you know, it, the New Kirks and their their pro- most recent project is very uh, similar hellier. to the fact that they were receiving yes, yes, stuff from a mysterious writer, and that's that led um, them down a rabbit hole. And I believe that series is called Hellier, which you can find on Amazon Prime, and that's where you can find the Kalik documentaries as well. And he's got a shit ton of them on there. Um, nice. But, oh, and it's great stuff. It's really good storytelling. It's just amazing stuff. But, yes, the Newkirks had very similar things happen uh, with them as well. So, yeah. But... So was this Harvard scientist, like, inferring that this that this, that this this fleet is is coming with the intent of an, of an, of an evasion? Or is it just... Not according to this article. According to this article, it quotes another interview, and it kind of made it out to be they are there, and he doesn't necessarily give in it like a motive behind why they okay. are there. Hmm. Okay. Maybe they're just passing through. Maybe we're next to a highway. I read Hitchhiker's yeah. Guide. They're all like, don't stop there. <laughs> That's Keep right. Going. That's right. Yeah. Maybe we're just right next to the highway, and they're all just, like, zipping by. We're like yeah, the rest we'll stop. we'll just get gas at Uranus. We'll yeah, be okay. Yeah, exactly. Nah. <laughs> we're the rest stop. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Oh, my well, God. We sell, the, we sell the cool hats and, and knives. <laughs> so I have um, a crazy, ridiculous story that I don't think I've ever told on the show before about my brother. Oh, nice. Okay. And... His time that he thought he actually caught an alien. Oh, shit. And this is more of a mental health story rather than an actual alien story, but I thought I would share it. He goes through these breakdowns every few years and gets symptoms of paranoid schizophrenia. And it's been crazy for a long time. I'm not really close with my brother anymore, but he did tell a friend of mine, not a friend of mine, a guy I worked with that knew him, and we didn't know this until this point that we all knew each other. And he told me this story about this time that my brother caught an alien. Wow. So his, the guy I worked with, his name was Tony. He said one day he got a phone call from my brother saying, I caught an alien in a box. I need you to come over and help me because I'm sitting on the box and it's underneath it. Holy shit. <laughs> So it's down, it's about an hour south of Kansas City, and it's kind of in the woods. It's a private, like, community, and they're all, like, little private areas. So Tony goes onto my brother's lot, and he's sitting on this box, and this box is shaking underneath him. What? There's something in there bouncing around. (laughs) (laughs) And my brother's, like, no shirt on, freaking out. (laughs) I'm and freaking out. He tells well on the phone earlier. He tells him to bring a shotgun. Well, he didn't bring a shotgun. He brought a baseball bat, mm-hmm. and he's holding the baseball bat. And his brother's creeping off the box. He says, "Well, hit it when it comes out, so we can capture it, so I could prove that there's aliens." Yeah. So he gets off the box. It pops open, and a bobcat flies out of there. Oh, fuck and off. runs away. But my brother had actually set a trap. He put something down that he thought would attract aliens because he had been seeing lights around his property. Holy shit. He put a tablet with some of his own blood on there. And he thought that the electronics mixed with his blood would attract the aliens. And yeah, that's a very crazy thing. But it's kind of of funny in its own way. God damn, though, man. But he actually caught a bobcat. He caught a with fucking bobcat. Yeah, That's the so he, part. he catches a bobcat and puts it in a fucking box. This is I where think, I'm impressed. I think that's a feat unto itself. That's what I'm saying. And, 
after that, he claimed that it was an alien because he claimed that he saw it and it turned into a bobcat to um, get out of there. Dude, I've heard crazier stories. I swear to God, I have. Yeah. I swear to God, I have. That's just, oh my God. Like, I wish you could see the hair on my fucking arms just standing like yeah, straight like, up right Bobcat now. Yeah, because what Bobcat wants an iPad? Fair point. I, I don't know. Fair and I, I never was told this story personally by my brother because we're not really that close. But are Bobcats but attracted to the scent of blood? I have no idea. I don't Maybe either. Maybe something That's... we should try. Who's donating the blood I'll do in it. the tablet next time? Yeah. Oh, wow. I got... I've heard they're more Android fans, so we need to get an Android out there. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. I'm like, I got the tablet. I will cut the fuck out of myself right now. I don't even care. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, that's great. That's crazy, boys. It's crazy. I, w- I wonder if anybody else, uh, if any of our listeners have caught an alien yeah. that turned into some other animal, let us know. Text us. 913-730-7255. Sexy. I've seen that the best place to catch them is in a pantry. Oh. <laughs> Oh yeah, they're also idiots that get sprayed. You know, get killed by the most abundant thing on the planet. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of which, one of my weird theories has exactly to do with that. When we go on lob after this episode, I yes, love it. I love it. All right, peeps. So, anything else then for the good peeps at home from you guys? Are we good? Oh, uh, let's uh, let's let our guests pimp out their show. Let's do yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Well, first, thanks for letting us come on the show. Really appreciate you getting us on here. Uh, But, yeah, they can check us out. Our website's languagebronis.com. We're on Twitter and Instagram at languagebro. Uh, We're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Anywhere you get your podcast, you can get ours. Just search Language of Bromance, and it's the two dudes fighting with swords, one dressed like a turtle, one dressed like a Jedi, and there's a big heart. I love it. Mm. Fucking love it. Aw. Because it's about love. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, it is. I fucking love it, boys. And chaos it. studies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's great. Oh, Koopsik, anything else, my friend? Uh, just go to ectoplasmshow.com, become a patron, and you will get Ooh. all kinds of goodies. Um, there is not the $150 level on there, but if you if you if I get one more person asking for it, I might as well do it. <laughs> It's so hot. It's so hot. Cool, cool. All right, peeps. Well, we will all talk to you soon. Peace out.